0: Hello, world, and welcome to the first podcast of the Midnight Hype. I am one half of the crew, Elton Vaughn, a.k.a. Easy, a.k.a. MCM Cannot Hold Me. And uh, tonight I'm going to be breaking down uh, these NBA playoffs. I get started tomorrow. I'm so excited about that. It's going to be lit, man, especially out west. Got some great matchups. And I'm also going to be giving y'all uh, my end-of-season awards you know MVP coach of the year Six man all that good stuff we going we're going to break that down um and you know that's what we're going to get started man we're going to get started with this MVP and um, you know if I had a vote I, I'm going for James Harden that man has had a uh, incredible season 38 and 5 really 39 and 5 really if we want to be technical but you know 60 point triple triple-dub. Best record in the hardest conference know the West. Um, there were questions at the beginning of the season if him and Chris Paul could, uh, if they could work together. They, they, sh- they shattered all doubt first month of the season. Um, I know LeBron made a strong case, you know, the second half of the season. But I think James Harden has been the best player for 70% of the season. And with that being said, I don't think a four seed in the Cavs, LeBron, could you know surpass you know, Harden being the one having the best record in the whole league. I just don't see how that how that could work out. So James Harden has played out of his mind. He's paid more attention to detail on defense. Um, and he, he's got that team looking like they're ready to win a championship. So um, if I had a vote, uh, my MVP would be James Harden. My coach of the year, I'm gonna give to Quentin Snyder of the Utah Jazz, you know, they lost their best player, Gordon Hay, when he went to Boston. The second best player, Rudy Gobert, missed, you know, twenty plus games this season. The third best player got traded at the trade down line in Rodney Hood and you know, they drafted this this rookie out of Louisville that nobody saw coming and Donovan Mitchell has been great, you know, led the team to score twenty a game. He's the first rookie since Melo to to lead to be a rookie to lead his team in scoring, lead a playoff team in scoring. Melo did that, you know. When he came into the league for Denver, and you know, you know they they lost, you know, their best defender in Taubascephalosia. Um, Dante Exum got hurt. They, you know, a lot of things could have went wrong, and they could have just packed it up and been like, okay, we gonna wait for next season. But they really made it work, and they got the five seed when a team like Minnesota with all that talent got the eight and. The Nuggets didn't even make it, so I would definitely give Coach of the Year to Quinn Snyder. My sixth man of the year, um, I I I'm not sure if they're gonna count him as a sixth man because he started a lot of games, but I would have to give it to to Lou Will. I mean, uh, there was a point at the beginning of the season, Lou Will looked like he really should have been an All Star. He got felt like he got snubbed, but you know, Lou Will. He's a he's he's a guy that comes off the bench that really could be a starter and he was a starter a lot of the season for the Clippers this year because they deal with so many injuries But I mean he he, he had a great see he had one of the best seasons of his career Which sadly got you know, he won't get too much Praise for because they didn't make the playoffs, but he played great So but I'm not sure if he would be eligible, but if he's not I would I would give six man to, to Eric Gordon for the for the Houston Rockets you know that's if if Lou will you know is not eligible. I would give it to E.G. because EG's played great. My um, most improved player, I'm gonna give that to Victor Oladipo, and that's not even close. Even though Clint Capella, you can make a case for Clint Capella. Some people can make a case for Clint Capella, but just in my opinion, I think Victor Oladipo. He's made the biggest jump. You know, he went from being a second third option last year in OKC to being the guy and in Indiana, an all-star, and, you know, leading can see him into the playoffs when a lot of people didn't think they would make the playoffs because they lost Paul George. But, you know, he's played great, you know, 23 a game, led the league in steals. Um, he's he's played out of his mind. and I think Indiana is going to be a tougher out in the playoffs than a lot of people give credit for, and I think Victor Oladipo is, is going to be a, real, a key, a real big, Key to that, you know, he's gonna be a big factor in that. So I would give him most improved. Um, my rookie of the year. This award was hard to give out, but uh, I'm gonna give it to Donovan Mitchell over Ben Simmons simply because Donovan Mitchell has had a bigger load to carry all season. You know, he came in, he had to fill Gordon Hayward's shoes. He's done that. He's played great. He, he played in the harder conference. He got his team in the playoffs when a lot of people didn't think they would. And even though Ben Simmons has played a great season, he's, he's he's been great, he's been amazing. He's not the best player on his team. You know, Joel Embiid is. And Donovan Mitchell is, is, is head and shoulders the best player on his team. And that's saying a lot because he's a rookie. You know, he's like I said earlier, he's the first rookie to lead a playoff team in scoring since Carmelo. And that, you know, Carmelo was the greatest scorers of all time, so that, that that's a great company to have. So I, w- I would give Rookie of the Year to Donovan Mitchell, but it's going to be real close. Defensive Player of the Year, I'm going to give to Mr. Kevin Durant. I think uh, a lot of people could uh, win this award, you know, Rudy Gobert, Victor Oladipo, you know, Paul George, but I think I'm going to give it to KD because he's, you know, he's been top five in blocks all season. Um, he's been one of the better um, on-ball defenders. Since he's joined the Warriors, especially this season, he's paid more, you know, attention, detail on that side, and uh, you know, with his length, the way he's able to move his feet, you know, he's 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 a menace on the defensive end, and he he's a problem. So uh, I would most definitely give defensive player of the year to uh, Mr. Kevin Durant. Now for my All NBA first team, I didn't do second and third team. Just because that's too much, so I decided to just do the first team. My point guard, I would have to give to Dame Lillard, because he's he's been the best point guard all season. Um, he's carried the Blazers to the three seed out west. Not easy to do. Um, him and CJ have held it down, and Dame has just I think I think he's finally starting to get the recognition that he hasn't been getting. He got snubbed at the All-Star break, but I think that's more so to do with popularity. I don't think that's more to do with his play. You know, he got in because, you know, somebody got hurt. But, you know, I think he's just not as popular. That's why he didn't get in. I think if popularity wasn't an option, I think he would have started an All-Star game personally. So uh, I I would give it to Dave. You know, he'd be my point guard. Uh, Harden would be the two-guard. You know, he's an MVP. He's played great. The three, I would have to give it to LeBron James. Um, This is probably the best season he's ever played in his 15-year career, which is saying a lot because he's been the best player in the league for the past 10 years, so it's crazy, you know, to think that in his 15th season, this is his best season. Um, At Power Forward, I would give it to Anthony Davis. After Boogie went down, this man went crazy, played out of his mind. Um, he's looking like the Anthony Davis that a lot of people thought he would look like, and you know Pelicans they they gonna be a tough out for the Blazers too. I'm getting to that later. And for my center for the all NBA first team, i have to give it to Joel Embiid man. He's deserving. He's been healthy for the most part, and when he's been on the court, he's been a problem. You know Boogie, you know Boogie got hurt, and, you know Cat, Cat's been up and down, but. I I will give it to Joel B. He's just, he's been incredible all season. And, you know, trust the process. Got the boys back in the playoffs. So, shout out to Philly. And we are back. All right. Gave out my end of season awards. Now it's time for the main course. It is time for these playoff previews, man. And uh, I'm going to start in the week east. You got the Raptors versus the Wizards. They split the season series 2-2. Um, this series is interesting because if the Raptors look like the Raptors, the playoff Raptors that they've been looking like, the Wizards, the Wizards can win this series. Um, John Wall, when his head on, when his head is on right, he could be the best player in the series. Uh, DeMar DeRozan is a great player. But the impact John Wall can have on both ends, it could be tremendous. If him and Bradley Bill lock in, I can see them winning the series. Now, my problem with that, I don't see him and Bradley Bill locking in. Um, I don't trust Kyle Lowry, but I don't trust John Wall just as much. It, it, I just, something about his game and what he's shown me. I just, I don't think he's ready to take that next step just yet. So um, I have the Raptors winning that in five. Um, I just think this Raptors team is a little bit better built. They're a lot deeper. Um, they have one of the best benches in the league. Um, I, in my personal opinion, I think that crowd, um, Air Canada Center, when it comes to playoff time. That, that's a place you don't want to play. I also think they have a better coach. Um, I think they have a better big man. Um, and when it comes down to it, I think DeMar DeRozan, he can give them that extra push that I just don't think John Wall and Bradley Bill will give them. Now, like I said, they're capable. Like if the Wizards won this series, I would not be surprised at all. I just personally don't trust John Wall and Bradley Bill. Um, last year, against Boston, in the closeout game, John Wall in the fourth quarter, he went like 0 for 11. He was terrible. Bradley Bill, you know, had to take a lot of shots. It, I, I just felt like the, the Wizards really should have won that series last year. And John Wall didn't be the John Wall that a lot of people think he should be. and I. And I don't see him doing that this series, so I got the Raptors winning that in, in five four. Next series, we got the Celtics versus the Bucks. They also split the season series two two. The Celtics are without their two best players. You know Gordon Hayward, he was lost the first game of the season, and Kyrie. We found out a week ago had knee surgery, and he's out for the playoffs, so that changes things. Um, the Bucks. They on paper are the most talented team out east um but the problem is games aren't playing on paper, which is why i'm I'm not a big analytics guy, which I'll get into on further podcast, but I'm not big on analytics, you know I think the Celtics grind decide on winning seven um I think Brad Stevens is head and shoulders the second-best coach in basketball, behind Greg Popovich. The job he's done when Kyrie's been out of the lineup, when Al Horford's been out of the lineup, when you know, Jalen Brown was out of the lineup. They continue to win games. They just fill in guys. They play their role. They have the system. Guys stick to the system, and they do what they have to do. Um, the Bucks, I just think they're just the best. I think they've got a lot of pieces on that team that just don't fit. I don't like Blitzel on that team. Um, Giannis, he's a great player. Um, offensively, he's very hard to stop. But he can't shoot. And come playoff time, that attention to detail, you, you, you got to have that. And, and, and teams are going to make him shoot jumpers. They're not going to let him get to the basket. He's going to have to shoot jumpers. And I don't think he'll be able to knock them down at a consistent rate. Um, Jabari he you know he's Jabari's look really good um, but I don't think he's going to fit into the rotation as he should you know because they have so many people that you know you, you got Middleton and you got Yandis you know you got they like Tony Snell because he plays defense you know he's a two way player you know Michael Brogdon is back now I just don't think Jabari is going to get the minutes that he should get with that being said, I just think the Celtics are going to play harder than them. Even though the Bucs are clearly more talented, I just think that coaching edge and, and just the fact that the Celtics, they're going to play hard. I, I'm going to give them the edge, and I think the Celtics are going to win this in seven. I think it's going to go all the way to seven. And, and even though, like I said, the Bucs probably have the best player, the second best player, the third best player in this series. I just think as a unit, the Celtics are, are better. They, they just play harder and they have a better coach. So I would go with Celtics in the On to the Sixers and the Heats. They also split the season series at 2-2. Two, two. Um Joel Embiid, we've been told, he's going to miss game one. I don't really think that's going to matter. The Sixers are coming in into the playoffs as the hottest team in the league. I believe they won 16 straight. Um. Ben Simmons has been amazing. Bellinelli has been knocking threes down at a high clip. JJ redick has been knocking threes down at a high clip. Markel Fultz had a triple double last game of the season. He's he's looked he's looked really, really good. Um yeah, I think this will be a uh, this will be probably the most boring series, you know. Because both these teams, you know, the way they both play, you know, the Heat like to slow the game down and make it ugly. Um, You know, Goran Dragic was an all-star this year. Um, (laughs) No Whiteside. Whiteside versus JoJo is going to be great. I think JoJo is going to get in his head. Because Whiteside, he's not the brightest of the bunch. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just don't think the Heat have enough firepower. Um, The Sixers are one of the best defensive team in the league. Um, the top five defensive rating, the top five, top ten, I believe, in points allowed per game. Um, and I think they you know, they have the best player in the series by far in, in uh, Ben Simmons. And when Jojo gets back, they'll have the second best player in the series. And I just think uh there'll be too much of a problem. I don't think the Heat have enough offense, enough firepower to uh to win the series, uh, but because Miami likes to slow it down and Philly is a young team and this is, you know, going to be their, this group's first time in the playoffs. I do think Miami will win two games just off of experience. You know, the lack of experience, shall I say, of Philly. I think Philly's going to let two games slip, but as a whole, I got, I got Philly winning this series in six. Um, I think JoJo will be back for game two. Um, and I think he will. I think he'll dominate, you know, Whiteside, and I think Ben Simmons will, will dominate his position. Um, J. J. Redick, you know, Marco Belinelli, Sova, sorry It's just too much, too too many toys for Ben Simmons, man. Too many snipers, and uh, can't can't give a passer like that options like that. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be trouble. So uh, I got the uh, Sixers and Six in that series then we have the Cavs versus the Pacers, which is my personal favorite because um, I like this Pacers team a lot. Um, they defend. They play together. Um, a lot of athletes on that team. You know, Lance Stevenson is a character. I, I really like that team, but uh, they're playing against the best player in the world And uh, when it comes to playoff time. He goes into a mode that many, many players can't get into, man. And I think at the end of the day, he's going to be too much for them. Um, the Pacers won the season series 3-1. to one, But, you know, you can't really count on that because I believe two of those games were early in the season. I, I, Isaiah Thomas, I think he missed one. Um, I think the other way he played... It's just a different Cavs team from what it was in the regular season. So, you know, I think LeBron... I think this is going to be one of LeBron's toughest first-round series he's had in a long time. You know, LeBron has never lost in the first round. You know, in the past four or five years, he swept the first round. But I think this will be the toughest first-round matchup he's had in a while. And I, I think I think the Pacers still two games. Um, I think Victor Oladipo... He shows up, but I think at the end of the day, there's not enough help on his side. Um, I think Miles Turner, when it comes to playoff time, um, he's better at home than he is on the road, like a lot of young players. But when you're playing, you know, when you're the underdog, you have to win one on the road. And I I just, well, if you want to win a series, you have to win one on the road. Um, I just don't, I can't see them winning one. In Cleveland, I think they'll get both in Indiana, but I just don't see them winning any in Cleveland. And I've got the Cavs winning that in 6 four, 2 just because LeBron James is, he's LeBron, not too much the Pacers will be able to do with him, so, I've got, yeah, Cavs in 6. On to round 2, where we have the Raptors, the 1-seed versus the 4-seed Cavs. Um... The Cavs won that season, Series 3-1. And um, I don't think this is much of a series. I think the Cavs won this in five. I think it's quick. The Raptors turn into the baby dinosaurs. Uh, Kyle Lowry will be Kyle Lowry. And LeBron will be LeBron. I, I don't really see this being much of a series, to be honest with you. There's not much I can tell you all. I just have that little faith in the Raptors against this, this Cavs team. And then the next matchup would be... The Celtics versus the Sixers. The Celtics won that season series 3-1, but, you know, a different series, you know, Kyrie played. Oh, man. You know, my heart really, really wants to pick the Celtics, but at the end of the day, without Kyrie and Gordon Hayward, I just don't see them beating the Sixers. You know, by then, Joel Embiid will most likely be back to 100%. Um, and the jitters that the Sixers would have would be out, you know. They they'd be able to hoop freely. You know, they got one run out of their, you know, under their belt so they'd be ready to go and they they just more talented um, and they play more together. Than the Bucks in the first round, you know, because the Bucs were more talented than the Celtics. But I just think the Sixers, as a group, are a little bit better, and I think they'll be a little bit too much for the Celtics because you can only do so much when you don't have your first, your you know your first best player and the second best player. With even with great coaching, even with your ability to everyone on that roster to play a hundred percent, you know, hundred ten, you just can't. Talent will find a way to win, and I think the Sixers would win that series. Leading up to the Eastern Conference Finals, where we have the Cavs versus the Sixers. And, man, this is going to be a great series. Um, you know, you've got the King versus the Prince. You know, you've got Joella B. Versus Kevin Love. It, I mean, it's going to be a great series. But at the end of the day, man, when you have number 23 on your team, it's hard for me to go against you, man. Um, I think the Cavs will win that series in seven just because I think LeBron James, he will find a way. He always finds a way. Um, I think the pieces around him will do just enough to get him over the hump. I think Joel Embiid will probably have his best series of the playoffs. Um, The Cavs have no one that can stop him. They have no one that can match up with him. Tristan Thompson, he's dealing with a lot right now in his life. I I don't don't think basketball is his his focus right now. Um, Kevin Love's a little bit too small. Larry Dance is a little too small. They just don't have a body that can stop Joel Embiid. And I think it'll come to some point in the series where as soon as JoJo touches the ball, he's going to see a double team because the Cavs just want the ball out of his hands. And I just say LeBron is gonna be Braun. Um, I think he's gonna get enough out of Kevin Love. I think he's gonna get enough out of Rodney Hood, I think he's gonna get enough out of Jordan Clarkson. Even though game seven is going to be in Philly, Braun is great in close games. He's he shows out. And um I think his experience will be a little bit too much for Philly. But next year I wouldn't want to see this Philly team. I would not want to see this Philly team. They're a year away. Trust the process, got We'll get them to the Eastern Conference Finals, but they will fall short. All hail the King. King James going to the Finals for a ninth straight time. That's crazy. Liddy. Yeah, shout out Meek for that boy Meek. Liddy is uh, what these West playoffs are going to be, and uh, that's what I'm going to get into right now. West playoffs, man. We started with the Rockets versus the T-Wolves, which uh, the Rockets won the season series 4-0, just like they go going to win this, this series 4-0. This is going to be a quick sweep, a couple blowouts. The um, Timberwolves just play too slow. Um, you're not going to beat the Rockets playing slow. I think you have to beat the Rockets playing their own game which is run-and-gun, which sounds crazy, but, I mean, playing slow is not going to work. I think Jimmy Butler is a great defender. Top five all-ball defenders. But uh, if James Harden can get over his playoff shenanigans and he plays like MVP James Harden, yeah, this series is over in four, and he will wreak havoc uh, Chris Paul, will look like Chris Paul, the floor general, the leader. And I think the pieces around them would do what they have to do, what they've been doing all season, knocking down threes. I just don't think the Tumble Wolves have enough firepower. Um, I don't trust Andrew Wiggins. He hasn't taken that next step that we thought he was going to take. I mean, he's supposed to be the guy. He's he's not the guy. Um, Derrick Rose comes off the bench. Not really a defender, Tyus Jones eh, on the small side. Not really a defender. Um, Cat, Cat's gonna have a great series. I'm gonna Clint compelling, and they're gonna go at it. Two great rebounders. They're gonna go at it. But at the end of the day, Cat's he's not gonna he's not gonna have enough juice. I got the Rockets in, in a quick 4-0 sweep. Next series, we got the Warriors versus the Spurs. No Kawhi, no Steph. Uh eh, this series is interesting. Um, I think it's going to be tough for the Warriors to adjust a little bit without Steph. Um, they won this season, Series 3-1, but you know, you could throw all that out the window. I got the Warriors winning this in five. Um, I just think they have too much firepower. And at the end of the day, once they flip that switch that they have, there's just not it, there's not much any team can do with them, you know, let alone the Spurs with no Kawhi. Um, and when I say that switch, you know, great teams have this switch that they can just flip, where they just turn around and they just look dominant. Um, when LeBron was in Miami, they had that s- switch. You know, Kobe and Shaq had that switch. Um, You know, when Ginobili, Parker, and Duncan were in their prime, they had that switch. You know, the great teams just have a switch, and they're able to flick it on and off when they want. And when the Warriors flip that switch, you know, you've got KD making threes. You've got Clay making threes. You've got Draymond getting triple-doubles. You've got Nick Young coming off the bench giving you 10, 12 points. You've got JaVale McGee catching alleys. You know, you you got Sean Livingston being the mid-range king that he is. You know, you got that crowd an Oracle just loud and hurting your ears. It's just not much you can do. Because an Oracle, an 8-0 run, it feels like a 20-0 run because the crowd just doesn't stop. And I just think they have too much firepower for the Spurs. DeJounte Murray, I love the guy. Great hooper. Great rebounding guard. uh, Attacks the basket, fearless. His inability to stretch the floor is going to hurt. Patty Mills, he's going to have to defend Clay at some point. You know, Ginobili, he's 40, you know. Are you you really going to ask him to defend? You know, Tony Parker's on his last leg. Uh, Rudy Gay is not the Rudy Gay of old. Marcus Aldridge should have his way in this series, but that's not enough. Um, Paul Gasol also should have his way in this series, but that's not going to be enough for you. You need need to fight fire with fire against the Warriors. And uh, the Spurs just don't have that fire. So, uh, I got the Warriors winning this in five. Next up, we got the Blazers versus the Pelicans. Wow. Um, This series is interesting because, to me, I think it can go either way. I think um, if Drew Holiday can play like an all-star guard, you know, we finally get playoff Rondo. If playoff Rondo steps up, Anthony Davis is going to be Anthony Davis. The Blazers will have zero answer for him. I think they they could they could make it interesting. But at the end of the day, I just think, that one-two punch, you know, damn CJ, I, I just think, uh, from a defensive standpoint, I don't think the Pelicans have anything for that. Um. I think Rondo his his inability to make jump shots. You know, play Rondo is great. But it's, it's it's just hard to trust, you know, players when they when they can't make consistent perimeter shots, you know, that's 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 big. Especially the this new NBA, you know, with the spacing. Um, you know, and then you've just got, you know, one Moore who's not a defender, you know. Nico Meric is not a defender. You just got a lot of people who are one-sided, and I don't, I don't think against this Blazers team, you need, you can have that because the Blazers are going to score, and you're going to have to get stops. And I think the Blazers can muster up more stops than the Pelicans can. So I think every game will be competitive. Every game will go down to the wire. I think if Boogie was playing, this would be a completely different series. But with no Boogie. I would have to say I got the Blazers in six. And now for the most entertaining series in the first round out West, you got the Thunder versus the Jazz. Um, The Thunder won the season series three-one. And um, I think this series is so interesting because it's two great defensive teams. Um, You've got Westbrook versus Donovan Mitchell You've got Paul George back in the playoffs, first time. Uh, West in the playoffs for him. You've got Melo back in the playoffs for the first time in five years, four or five years. And uh, you've got a, uh, you know, in my opinion, the coach of the year versus an uh, uh, okay coach in Billy Donovan. Um, shout out to Westbrook to become the first player to average a triple double back to back years. Even though I think this year. He was chasing but I ain't gonna get into that right now Um, yeah this series is gonna be really entertaining um, I think it's gonna go 7 um, I have the fun to win it in 7 I just think Westbrook is head and shoulders is the best player in the series and I think Paul George head and shoulders is the second best player in the series and with that being said you know the Jazz are kind of a young team you know Donovan Mitchell you know Rubio you know, Joe Eagles is on the older side. You know, Derek Favors is going to I just don't think they will have enough offense. I think the Thunder are capable of, you know, putting up that 120, you know, consistently. I, I just don't think the Jazz have that in them, even though they're a great defensive team. It's, it's hard to stop Russell Westbrook four times, man. And man, he doesn't stop. He has a moment that doesn't stop. Paul George can be a top 10 player whenever he feels like it, so you have to take that into account. And then Melo, if Melo can give them 70% of what he was in New York, you know, you know Jazz have no, no shot at that, but I just, I don't think Melo will give them that, but I do think this will be a competitive series, the most entertaining series, All every game will be close. there will be no blowouts in this series, and uh, I got the Thunder in seven. Moving on to the second round, where we have the Rockets versus the Thunder. The Thunder won the season series 2-1. You got Westbrook versus Harden. Man. Steven Adams versus Capella. Another, it's going to be a great series, man. I, I can't wait for this series, but I just think if James Harden once again, if he's going to be MVP James Harden, I'm going to have to take the Rockets in seven. Um, he's been unstoppable all year, and I just don't see why he would be stoppable now. The only person that can stop him is him. Um, I think Chris Paul will help a lot this series. I think this is this series will be the series where you notice the Chris Paul effect more than others. Because this is the series where James Harden is gonna, he's gonna need that that second guy to help him. Because I think this will be the series that we see Paul George be Paul George. Um, I think he's gonna step up to the plate and look like that top ten player that he he chooses to look like every now and then. Um, I think Steven Adams and Clint Capella are gonna gonna battle down there on the boards. That's gonna be a great battle. Um. But I think the Rockets depth is just a little bit too much for O. K. C. Um, o. K. C. doesn't really have a legit scoring option to come off the bench, you know. You've got Raymond Felton, you've got a you've got Jared Grant who's you know, who's a great defensive player but I mean Patrick Patterson. just there's not enough firepower. There's too much firepower out there in Houston. And uh like once again, if if hard can be hard, I just I think it'll be a little too much, man. I, so, I have to take the uh, Rockets and Seven, man. Rockets and Seven. Warriors versus the Blazers. Oh, man. Oh, man. Talk about entertaining. This is going to be an entertaining series. you got Dame versus, hopefully, a healthy Steph. CJ versus Clay. Kevin Durant versus the collection of small forwards that the Blazers have. Evan Turner. Lamido, more, more Harkless. You got Dirk versus uh, JaVel McGee. It's it's gonna be talk about offense. This is gonna be a shootout. And uh, if you have a shootout, uh, you might as well have the better guns. You you might as well have the AKs. You might as well you know have the snipers. You might as well have the assassins. One team has a little bit more firepower than the other. And uh, I just think the Warriors, at the end of the day, it's going to be a little bit too much for the Blazers because the Blazers are yet to find that third option. Um, Nurk, sometimes he looks like that. Sometimes he doesn't. Aminu can be inconsistent at times. Um, Evan Turner, sometimes he wants to play. Sometimes he doesn't. You know, just they they're missing that third option and when you play the wars you, you need a third option. You really need a fourth fifth option too. And I think by this time I think Steph will be if not eighty percent. I think it'll be seventy percent, which 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 is enough. Um I think they if they meet up they're gonna hide Steph on defense just because of his injury. Not because he's a bad defender. Just because he's not hundred percent they're not gonna make him guard game. Um, So they're going to be able to hide him and disguise him and he'll be able to recover and get more healthy and get his rhythm on offense for the Western Conference Finals. And uh, I just think it'll be a little bit too much, so I got the uh, Warriors in sixth. Oh, man, my Houston people going to hate me for this. We at the Western Conference Finals, the Warriors versus the Rockets. Man, oh, man. I um, <laughs> I can't wait for this series. I, wow, um, I'm going to be placing so many bets this series. Um, I think this goes seven. Just to start that off. Um, which would be game seven. Will be in the H, and the H will be loud. It will be lit. The city will be on fire. But look man I gotta go with KD, Steph and Clay over Harden CP at the end of the day that's what it's gonna come down to and Harden's the MVP I do think this season I do think this playoffs Harden will get over whatever playoff demons he has and I think he will show up but I just think he will come up short I think the Warriors will make players like Bob Bote and, and Eric Gordon and and P.J. Tucker. I think they're going to make them beat them. They're not going to allow James Harden to be James Harden. They're not going to allow CP3 to be CP3. They're going to make the others beat you. And if that's what you're going to do, you go out, hey, man, you're going to be tough to beat. Um, They're going to be tough to beat if they they do that. Um, I don't think the Rockets have an answer for Kevin Durant. Um, And I think Harden... Having to play defense is going to hurt his offense. I think CP3 playing defense is going to hurt his offense in a seven-game series. CP3 is, is a is a really good defender. He's capable of playing defense. I just think, you know, when you're chasing Steph and Clay for seven games, that's going to wear you out eventually. And I think in game seven, I think we're going to see MVP Steph from two years ago. We're going to see KD, finals MVP KD. We gonna see Clay Thompson be Clay. Draymond's gonna wreak havoc. Um, and I think that bench for the Warriors, they gonna find that rhythm on it, you know. Lynx, Iggy, uh, Nick, then, you know, Quint Cook, who's played great in Steph's absence. They they gonna find that rhythm and I just got the Warriors winning that in seven, but it's gonna be a fantastic series and I cannot wait. Oh man. Now, to the NBA Finals, where, for the fourth time in a row, we will have the Warriors versus the Cavs. (sighs) And I'm sorry to kill any suspense, but uh, I got the Warriors in five in this series again. um, I don't think LeBron has enough help to outscore Steph, KD, and Clay. I just don't think he has it. I I don't think George Hill is that answer. I don't think Rodney Hood is that answer. I don't think Jordan Clarkson is that answer. The Warriors will get back-to-back. LeBron James will will lose in the finals. Once again, not his fault, but it's just sometimes it's just how things go, man. They just don't go your way. Don't really have much to give y'all on this series because this series is going to be quick. It's not going to be what we think. It's not gonna be entertaining, no Kyrie. It's gonna it's gonna show. I just eh, I just got the Warriors and fire. they They're just all around better team, more talented, and uh, LeBron going to the finals again. So yeah, that is my NBA preview. Um, I think I went a little longer than I wanted to go. I apologize for that, but um. Yeah, well, just thank y'all for listening. Uh, you know, share this, retweet it, tell your friends. Um, if you got questions, you know, just shoot them to me. Um, you know, you can listen to this on Apple Music, Spotify, wherever. Listen to your podcast. Um, but yeah, y'all, y'all let me know what y'all think. Uh, like I say, any questions, just hit me. This has been your boy. I'm Sylvain, aka Easy E, aka I am still the best shooter in the world behind Steph Curry. Y'all have a great night. I'm out.